Thank you for tuning in to Our Black Voices Matter. We can't remain silent. We must speak up. So let the conversation begin. Hey everyone, it's Genesis Amaris Kemp. I am an author as well as a visionary. So I want to talk to you about the struggles of being black or or politically correct African American in America. It is not easy when you already have a target on your back due to the color of your skin. It's not easy when people are prejudging you based on how you look and where you came from. It's not easy when you're not only facing it in society and the world, but then you also have to deal with it when you go into the workforce. I am an African-American woman. I am married to an African-American man. And when I go to work in a society that is ran by Caucasian males and I'm the only color person on my team, it does something to you because you work twice as hard to have a seat at the table. You work twice as hard to get your point across. Although when your point is across, it may not necessarily be receptive due to the way you look and the judgments that they have already preconceived about you. Being in a male-dominated field and being a woman is very challenging. One thing that really irks my nerves is the fact that there are only 16 African-American people within my supply chain department. That's an issue. Are we just hired so they can check a box to say that they are inclusive and diverse because they hired a certain number of African Americans? Or are we there to truly make a difference? And how are they going to progress our careers? Do they actually have a plan in mind that is going to help us navigate the gruesome reality that we see day in and day out going to work, knowing that we necessarily don't look like everyone else, knowing that some of the executives at the top don't look like us? So you're kind of faced with the invisible versus the invisible, the invisible versus the visible syndrome. Another thing is the fact that Given all the things that have happened in the world, the Breonna Taylors, the Ahmed, the Ahmed, and all the other names, I'm just choked up because the, the list goes on and on. And the recent one, George Floyd, and to not even have my supervisor ask me, am I okay? How am I dealing with it? That really did something to me. It brought up brought along more pain because I felt like I don't even matter, that you can't even ask ask me how am I doing or how do the situations that are going on currently affecting you. The fact that 
you're working for a Fortune 500 company and not even the CEO has put out a statement that does something to you. So I sit back and I ask myself, is this a company that I want to continue working for when they can't even address certain issues that not just blacks but minorities face in the workforce? We have a lot of systemic issues that we're dealing with and now is the time for change. Now is the time for everyone to speak up. Now is the time for people to use their platform and use their voice to combat the systemic issues. If we don't speak up and stand up now, we're going to always repeat this gruesome cycle. But I just wanted to say, as a woman, as a black person, as an author who wrote my first book, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America, to talk about my personal struggles that I face in the workforce, I just want to encourage others to use your assets to the best of your ability. Use your gifts and talents that are deep down inside of you to try to bring about change. And don't let the limitations that others place on you determine where you can go in life. You are more than just an employee. You are more than just a black woman or a black male. There is so much more. We have the power to create change and we're not here by accident. We're here for a purpose, but once we recognize what our purpose is and what we are called to do, then we can be effective. But if we shrink back and we don't show up and educate our allies, so the people that don't look like us, they may never they may never know or they may continue to repeat the racism, repeat the injustice, repeat the inequality, repeat all of the things that they have continually been doing for years because no one has challenged them or put their backs up against the wall. They don't have to worry about waking up and wondering if the police are going to be following them. They don't have to worry about if their son or daughter is going to be harassed by due to the color of their skin. They don't have to worry about being shot down worse than a cat or a dog. They don't have to worry about the things that we worry about. And it's really sad whenever you see certain people treat a cat or a dog better than they treat a human being. Where is the humanity today in this in society that we live in? And when you think about it and you really take a step back, why all the hate? Why are we so divided? Sure, we may have a different color on the outside, but at the end of the day, we all bleed red. So what what is it? So I took I took my pain and my frustration and I chose to write about it because the world needed to hear what I had to say. The world needed to be woke. The world needed someone who wasn't afraid to be unapologetic. The world needed somebody to share their story so they can truly see, oh, wow, okay, we need to work on this. We need to do better. 
Even if my story only touches a few lives, at least I've done my part by speaking up and getting my story out there. So I'm going to go into reading a little bit more about what who I wrote my book for, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America. To Vanessa, my spiritual angel, my ride or die, my bestie, my little sister, even though you aren't physically here, I know you're smiling down from heaven. Your legacy and impact will always live on. This is for you and future generations to come. My little sister died prematurely at the age of 20 due to lupus. I want to let people know I stand for causes as well. Chocolate Drop in Corporate America is also dedicated to every admin who was told they would never get out of the box. The one that the corporation places around you because they don't recognize your value and can't see past general administrative tasks. Admins, you are more than just an admin. Use your current situation to catapult you to your rightful platform. I started as an admin, but I knew there was more than being just an admin. So I speak for those who have been placed in certain boxes. To every minority who has struggled to find their rightful place in corporate America, I dedicate this book to you as well. You are the ones who had to constantly fight for a seat at the table, work twice as hard even to be seen and noticed, and feel invaluable as if you are just a number to the corporation. Eventually, you find that one divine connection who can see your worth. Only then do you get a breakthrough. So in corporate America, they always love to say, oh, if you have an advocate or you have a sponsor, you'll go far because someone is out there fighting for you. To every business professional in all walks of life, you are not forgotten Everyone has faced and endured various trials and tribulations that could be spoken about, some of which were unfair, while others you turn from a negative into a positive. You have been emboldened to launch out deep and walk into your destiny, purpose, and calling. To those who are willing to take off the blinders, do some self-reflection, and work on creating lasting change in the workforce, know that if we do not speak up, stand up, or call out unconscious biases and work on changing the mindset of those ignorant individuals, then we are only regressing instead of moving forward in society. Let's all come together and work collaboratively to make lasting impacts. This is dedicated to all the allies, to all the people who have a platform and they have people that will listen to them. Do your part too. Let's stand united. Lastly, I dedicate this book to everyone who has a dream, not to let people or things keep you in bondage. Follow your heart, share your story, travel, and be the best version of yourself. Someone needs you to pass the baton be their voice, narrate their story, or partner with them to create a revolution of opportunities. We are better when we come together as one. We are better when we use our assets and partner with other people who have greater assets. We are better when we start complementing each other versus comparing ourselves against one another. 
we are better when we look at the areas for gaps and the areas for improvement and we bridge those gaps. It's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be fun. But sometimes you have to do the grunt work in order to see the fruits of your labor come to pass. So this is my story as Genesis Amaris Kemp. This is my mission and my movement to create change, a long-lasting change for now and future generations to come. Using my voice, my trials, my tribulations, and my experiences to be bold, to be brave, to be courageous, and to let others know who are hurting that I'm right there with you and I feel your pain and I know what it's like. And I want you to know that you have someone listening. You have someone willing to fight with you. You have someone willing to get down in the trenches. And together, we are one. Together, we will persevere and we will be successful. It starts now. It starts with change. And it starts with having the right outlook and changing our perspective. Let's flip the script. Let's change the game. Let's be who we have originally been set out to be. And a little fate nugget. If you have fate the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. Think about that and let that marinate. And I challenge you to be the best version of yourself. Everyone, this is Genesis Amaris Kemp. You could reach me on my personal page on Facebook at Genesis Amaris Kemp. I could be reached on Instagram at Lady D as in Deborah Richardson. And if you're feeling brave, drop me a nugget. Send me an email at Genesis Amaris Kemp at gmail.com.